Hi guys, and welcome back to Midday Matcha with Livy. Clearly, I am fucking Livy. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Just kidding. We know no men are listening to this podcast unless you have. Actually, you know what? That is not true. I have had several men who I used to talk to send me this podcast and be like, they'll have it on their in their cars, playing in their cars, and they'll be like, listening to you. And I'm like, oh my God, you're listening to the episode where I call. I like, I one kid sent it to me and I was like, oh my God, I have before called him out on the podcast and been like, what a fucking loser. But you know what? I would be surprised if my exes didn't listen to this because I just assume everybody's um, like 100% obsessed with me, like as they fucking should be. Why would they not be? Anyways, I didn't write anything down for a week intro, so I'm just going to go off the top of my head of what's happened to me this past week. You know, okay, yeah, I, I TikTok. I'm on TikTok. We all know I'm on fucking TikTok. Nessa Barrett and Josh Richards, that whole situation. I'm 21 years old. I'm fully a fucking adult, but I'm so invested in Josh and Nessa's relationship and this other motherfucker, Jaden, and then Mads, like this whole thing. I don't know why I'm so invested into it. It's just so bizarre to me. I've been really into the drama channels lately. So like I've been listening to Frenemies too. Don't even get me started on Frenemies. It's absolutely fucking insane. But if you have no idea what I'm talking about, these are just like podcasts and like influencer issues, I guess we could say. I don't know. It's just the craziest thing in the world to me that I'm 21 years old, fully an adult, and I really care about 19-year-olds' relationships. And then I thought about it when I was like, I don't even know if they're 19, I'm just fully assuming. They have to be legal, right? They have to be at least a legal age. Anyways, when I was 19 years old, I thought about it. If my relationship was publicly displayed and there was drama channels and everybody covering it, people would be like, I need to check this bitch into the psych ward. Like at 19 years old, I was in one of the most toxic relationships ever and I was doing absolutely crazy things that like I'm not fucking proud of. It's embarrassing. Looking back, it's embarrassing. In the moment, I was like, this is a fucking high for me. It was like a drug. It was absolutely insane. And to have that broadcasted in front of the entire world, people would have just like, I would have, it would have just been terrible. I just, I can't even imagine the career ruining things it would have done to me. But like, can you believe I just brought Josh and Nessa's issues back to me? But like, honestly, think about that. When you're 19 years old, like you're very young, one of your first loves, having that broadcasted in front of the entire fucking world must be so difficult. And I can't wait for them to grow up and look back on this footage and be like, what the fuck was this? Like, this was the dumbest shit ever. This is actually the perfect segue into this week's episode. But first, I want to tell you guys, I haven't slept. I haven't been sleeping. I'm not sleeping. Um, It's really fucking me up inside. Last night, I woke up at 3.52 a.m. You know damn well I looked up that angel number to see what it was. If you don't know what angel numbers are, I don't want to explain to you. Like, figure it out. Anyways, I just have not been sleeping. Not sure what that was about. It was really irritating for me. And so if I seem drained of energy, it's because I've been up since four in the fucking morning today. And there's no reason for me to ever be up that early. I actually used to wake up that early for work to 
work out before I worked, but I'm just not on that wave anymore. So if I literally sound delusional and delirious in this episode, fucking take it or leave it. We're about to hit one year of midday matcha. And I'm going to show my titties on that episode. I'm going to do a full nude podcast. Put it on my OnlyFans. Could you imagine? I don't have an OnlyFans, but I... Could you imagine? That would be like a really good... Actually, you're... All of you would be like, we can deal without seeing your titties out. Anyways, see what I mean? Delirious. Don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about. So, okay. This episode idea sparked to me when a friend of a friend was changing themselves into a different human being because they're now in a relationship and they like this girl and they're becoming a completely different human being. And I was like, you know what? I've been there. I've really been there and I haven't talked about how much I've really converted myself. I don't want to say converted. I don't think converted is the right word. Really changed myself to be in relationships. I don't recommend this now. I think it's the dumbest fucking thing in the world. I will never change to be in a relationship because who, like, why would I ever do that? But at the time, I definitely did. And we're going to talk about it. So we've all been blinded by love. And if you haven't been blinded by love, you know, whatever, just act like you have. I don't know. No, this is going to be an interesting episode. I'm really spilling the tea in this episode. So you do stupid things when you like somebody, when you're dating somebody, when you're in love with somebody, okay? So I'm not only going to share my own deep and personal stories, but I'm going to share Instagram. I asked you guys on Instagram, like your deep and personal stories of times and things that you've done to really change yourself for other people. So we're going to get into all of it. But first... <laughs> Let's get into my story times. I have a couple. Okay, so going into the story time, you need to realize I'm not a family person, okay? I'm not going to fucking beat around the bush. I like my family. I love them. I don't want to be around them 24-7. I see my mom maybe once every two months. Like, we see each other at Christmas. We FaceTime. You know, we do all those things. But I live alone. I have my own life. I'm an adult. I don't ever, I'm not like, where's my mommy? Like, I see my mom rarely, you know. I see my sister probably like five times a week. But then again, she's my neighbor and we're same age. So we hang out. But you know, I don't really see my family that often. I'm not a big family person. I'm just not. Love them to death. I really do. But I don't need to see you every day. It's just that's not I've never been like that. And it's just that's is what it is. So this is the story time of how I dated the family man when I don't even have a fucking family. So things got really interesting. So listen, okay, let's just be open and honest. In this relationship, I turned into a Jehovah Witness. Why? Because I really liked the guy, okay? I wouldn't go as far to say Jehovah Witness, but for some reason, I just became an extreme Jesus lover, okay? Nothing wrong if you love Jesus. Go off, do your thing. I liked him. I had a cool relationship with him before me and my ex started dating. I was like, Jesus is, I fuck with his vibes. Like, I'll say a prayer prayer here and there, you know? Jesus wasn't like the main man in my life type of thing my ex was. But my ex (laughs) loved Jesus. Not just him, his family loved Jesus. But when I met my ex, my love for Jesus definitely changed. 
he really loved Jesus. Like, he really loved him. But it was weird because it was like, you have a body count of 30. Like, how much do you really love him? You know what I mean? It's like, put your money where your motherfucking mouth is. Like, don't be preaching to me how much I need to love Jesus when you have fucked half of the varsity soccer team. Like, don't tell me I need to love Jesus. You need to love Jesus. Anyways. So I'm like, did you really love Jesus? Like, were you loving? I would be loving Jesus too if I was banging half the soccer team. I'd be like, God damn, you came in clutch. But it's like the lengths that he went to make me this Jehovah Witness ass bitch were insane. So I was not allowed to listen to anything but gospel music. Oh my God, this is actually so embarrassing to admit. So my ex was like... Why would you listen to anything but gospel music? He's like, for one week, just don't listen to anything but gospel music. And I was like, oh my God, okay, babe, like, of course, like, why would I not? And then I came back to him after the week and he was like, so how was it? I was like, great. It was lovely. It was fucking rough, okay? I mean, the music is like not that bad, but like, it still like wasn't like I'm not a Jehovah Witness ass bitch and he was really trying to make me one. And so he was like, I think you should only listen to gospel music from here on out. Like it's just better for you. You're not like listening to any bad people or anything like that. And I was like, yes, you're right. So there I went making my gospel playlist that I still have on my fucking phone. Do I listen to it? God, no. Oh, Jesus. Anyways. That's why I'm saying, oh, Jesus. No, literally, Jesus. He told me Kanye West and Lil Uzi were the devil. He would be like, we'd be in the car with his little brother, and he'd be like, say Lil Uzi Vert fast. And I'd be like, Lil Uzi Vert, Lil Uzi Vert, Lil Uzi Vert. And he was like, it says Lucifer, okay? We are not listening to Lil Uzi Vert. And I was like, fuck. Me in the background, like, trying to play money longer. Like, okay, I'll, I just think like, I won't listen to the, the devils. Okay, whatever. So he convinced me they were, like, the devil. Anyways, I also had to delete my Snapchat. This was no reason because of Jesus. This was more because actually this was his own issue. He was like, wait, this is fucked up. He was like, I just don't want to be tempted to Snapchat other people. I was like, like other girls. I was like, that's never occurred to like, I've never been like, oh my God, I have to Snapchat this other boy just because like I need to, but apparently it was an issue for him. So I also had to delete Snapchat because why would, of course, why the fuck would I have Snapchat? If he didn't have Snapchat, who would I be Snapchatting? I don't know my fucking friends. Anyways, I had to delete Snapchat. Um, I had to go to church every Sunday with his family. I told this story to Maisie a couple weeks ago, and she's like, why have you never shared this? And I was like, I buried it deep down inside me. Like I mentioned, I'm not a family person, and I sure as fuck wasn't a church person. Like, the church I had went to was like, a, as a little kid, I would go to the Catholic church, I'd get my communion, and I'd leave. But like, I would never really ever go to church unless I was in Sunday school or something like that. Like I wasn't, my family wasn't a church going kind of family. I had a come to Jesus moment after my freshman year. I went to a couple masses and I was like, I'm good. I don't need to be back in the church. Like churches for me are when I'm going to someone's funeral, to be honest. So anyways, I would go to church with my ex. We would get our asses on the blue line and meet his family at church. Church was two hours long. This wasn't two, three hours long. There was no limit on how long church was, okay? They would do this thing at church. The pastor would be like, come to me 
If you're depressed, anybody out there who's depressed, come to me. I want to pray over you. Amazing man. Like, not, don't get me wrong. I'm not going to make fun of the pastor. Like, what a G. He's so great. Anyways, but he's like, if you're depressed, come up to me. My ex is looking at me like nudging me like go up there there was no chance and fuck I was going up there there was no chance I was letting the pastor pray over me in front of 70 people about my depression like it just wasn't my thing he looked at me and he was like you should go and I was like you should go you're you're equally depressed you should go up there and talk to Jesus I'm no don't look at me so then I'd be like I'm good I'm good I'm staying in my seat I can love Jesus from my seat I can heal my depression from my fucking seat okay and then they would pray over you and the Holy Ghost would take over, apparently. This was new to me. I had never seen this in my life. So what that meant was that once the Holy Ghost would like take over and God was in you or something, they would fall to the floor. And apparently like when it was happening, I was like, babe, like why is everybody falling? I don't understand what's happening. Like I didn't understand this at all. Like mind you, like I didn't go to church. And he was like, oh my God, they're not falling. Like they're getting taken by the Holy Spirit or something. And I was like, are they dying? I had no idea what was happening. I was like, oh my God. Okay. So like, I'm definitely never going to go up there when the pastor's like, are you depressed? Because I'm, that scares me. I have anxiety about not having control of my body. Like it, it just wasn't for me. Like I didn't need to be baptized in that moment. You know what I mean? Like I was like, I can, I can pray at night. You know, I'm already a Jehovah witness at this point. I don't need to be doing more. Okay. So People were falling a lot and I was like, okay, like go off. You know what I mean? Like I'm not going to judge them because they're over there. God's curing their depression. You know, I was on antidepressants. God's curing it for them. But it was definitely a little bit weird. I'm not on antidepressants anymore, but it was a little weird for me to see because I was just like not used to that. And church, it was always hot in there and we'd be there for so long. And I was like, I'm just so exhausted. I am fucking starving. This is like, are we, we're literally sitting in church acting like we didn't just do anal last night. You know what I mean? Like I just, it didn't feel right to be there. I'm like, babe, like we literally have premarital sex all the time. And you want me to sit in church acting like we're not breaking all these sins. You know what I mean? Like, don't, I was like, we drink, we smoke. Like, what do you mean? Like, why are we sitting in church when we're not really being honest with ourselves? Like, just because we're going to church doesn't make us a good person. Anyways. My ex and I just loved God together. Like that was about it. Like I fully became a Jehovah Witness. Like I would send my mom Bible quotes and I'd be like, mom, like you should also love Jesus. Like Lord knows you really need Jesus, bitch. I would like, I was becoming a judgmental Christian, like to the point where I was like, oh, like my sister could really benefit off this mass. It's not even called mass, like service, this service. Like my sister really needs to meet Pastor John. It could really help her with her issues. I was becoming a judgmental ass Jehovah Witness bitch. Okay. And honestly, I have nothing wrong with Christians. Like I'm, Christian I'm more spiritual now than I am Christian like I just I don't know I'm just a little bit more I'm just more spiritual now like not that I don't believe in God I believe in God but I'm just more spiritual now but when I was 19 years old dating my ex-boyfriend I was indeed becoming a Jehovah fucking witness okay like it was just a really weird time in my life so 
Another big thing, like I said, was the family aspect of my ex's relationship. I'm not a family person. Like, I love to live my own life. Once I hit 18, I moved out. There was no, my mom was not like, stay, honey, like, live with me. God, no. She was like, get out, leave. You're 18 years old, support yourself, go. She did it in a way nicer way, okay? It wasn't like that intense, but it was one of those things where it's like, I just, I never saw my family. I never see my family really. I love to live my own life because I'm a fucking adult. Anyways, I was always with his family. I was always, always, always with them. And like, they're not bad. They're fun people. They were actually a lot more fun than him, but it was so hard for me to become this family person that I really never was. Like, he'd be like, we're going to go to the family party. And I'd be like, oh my God, yes. Yes. I cannot wait. Inside, I'm like, I hope this doesn't take more than a fucking hour because I want to be back home. Like, I want to be with my boyfriend. I want to hang out with my boyfriend. Let's go to dinner. Let's do something fun. Let's go to a party. Like, why am I going to have to go sit with your entire family right now when I don't even do that with my own fucking family? So we were always with his family. Every Sunday after church, we would go watch football, eat dinner together. And it was like really nice. But at the same time, in the back of my head, all I'm thinking of is don't get too attached to this family because when you break up, like if we ever break up, you have to leave his family too. So I was like, oh my God, I can't act like his family's my family because of the simple fact If it was to end, I don't want to be extra heartbroken. You know, in all honesty, like I didn't really want, like I didn't want to become accustomed to a life that I knew wasn't going to really last. Like, you know when you're not going to last with somebody. I was like, yeah, me and this motherfucker probably have what, eight months left? That's about it. I can't act like him and my fan, like, his family's my family because once I break up with him eventually, like me planning our breakup, I'm like, once I leave this bum ass motherfucker, I'm going to lose his family too. But it's true. Like I was going to lose his family too, but I had to act like I loved family time. I loved it. Um, not a family person once again. So my ex played football, barely. We always talk about that. Like it's barely, he like barely played. I would go to his games three hours away with his family. It was so difficult not to try and get like attached to them because it's like you want to be like a personable ass person and like like these people but and get along with them, which I did. But I was like in the back of my head, like they're not your family. Don't get attached. Like do not get attached. And then all these like we would always be with the family parties everything I was like we would leave the city of where we stayed because we lived in the same dorm together no we didn't share a dorm room together like we each had our own dorm rooms and like go hang out with his family I are you fucking kidding me I'm over it I need to move to so I need to move I literally need to move the fucking ambulance never shuts up that's like the story time of how I became a Jehovah Witness and a family loving bitch for one of my exes Another time that I kind of changed myself a little bit for a man was when, and this is so cringy, like this like is a story I didn't want to tell because this is something like this is, you're going to listen to this story and be like, damn bitch, you really lost yourself, huh? So I was talking to this guy and I was not spiritual at the time whatsoever, but he was pretty spiritual and he was pretty like deep. Do you know what I mean by deep? Like those kind of guys that are like the world has so many layers and like, I don't believe in death and I don't believe in funerals. Like why would I, (laughs) funerals don't make me happy. Like why would I go to a 
funeral. Like, he was that kind of guy that was like, death is just a misconstruction of the world. And you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Mind you, like, that's, you already know, like, that's not really my vibe. Like, I'm a deep-ass bitch when I want to be a deep-ass bitch, but, like, I don't think that deep into the earth. Like, I don't give a fuck. Anyways, I was seeing this guy, and I, I did really like him. I was like, he's really awesome. Now, looking back, I'm like, he was really bizarre. Um, and so, like, I tried being deep. Because he was deep. I was like, oh my God, he's deep. Like, I'm going to be deep too. Like, don't don't get it twisted. I'm totally going to be deep. And I would say stupid shit to him. And this was the worst thing I've ever said. Him and I had just taken a bath. That's how you know it was a weird relationship. Why why were we taking a bath? It wasn't even like a fun bath. It was just like a, like we genuinely took a bath together. Like that, like that's bizarre. That's really weird, actually, now that I look. It wasn't even like a hot, sexy candles. No, it was like 12 p.m. on a Tuesday. Him and I were taking a bath together. Like, that's very bizarre. But whatever. We're in the bath. And, like, he's getting really deep again. And he's, like, talking about us. And, like, like literally when him and I stopped talking, he was like, I just knew that if the universe and the world wanted to bring us back together, they would bring us back together. So I never needed to reach out and apologize for anything that happened because like, if the world really wanted us to communicate, we would be communicating. And I was on the phone. I remember Maisie was next to me and I was like, "Is so you just didn't reach out because you waited for the universe to have me reach out to you? And he was like, yeah. I was like, I could fucking shoot him in the head. I literally could. Like, that makes no sense. Anyways, we're in the bathtub. Sorry to sidetrack. We're in the bathtub. And I'm like, oh my God. Like, you, I'm getting all deep. I'm like, yeah, like, we're just, like, our souls met for a reason. And, like, you, you especially, babe, you especially have, like, a really gentle soul. What does that mean? Like, come on, bitch. You guys fucking know me. Like, that's not me. I literally, like, you would have to roofie me now to get me to say the word gentle soul. First of all, I don't even fucking know what a gentle soul is. Like, I have never in my life. I remember saying that and being like, oh, man, he'll he'll just go with it. Like, he'll words are abstract to him. Like, he'll just go with it. In my head, I'm like, what the fuck does that mean, Libby? I'm like, did you just like, make that shit up? I'm like, yeah, you did. Like, that makes absolutely no fucking sense. And he was like, oh my God, like, thank you. In that moment, I was like, yeah, I'm really turning into something I don't want to be. Like, I'm not that hippie ass bitch. I'm just not. But for him, I was saying, oh my God, like, yeah, like the universe. Like, I literally was talking to him like I was on psychedelics the whole time. Like, to try and understand this motherfucker felt like I had to act like I was on psychedelics. Like, that's like the kind of vibe he gave me. I was like, are you doing shrooms in the bathroom while like I'm not paying attention? Because there's just no fucking way you're normally like this. Like, this is so bizarre. That's the kind of deep he was. So I became a little bit of a deep ass bitch for a moment and then (laughs) snapped out of it real quick when he pissed me off one time and he like made plans with me this is like fucked up he like made plans with me he was like hey like after this like do you want to like I'm shooting like do you want to hang out after I'm like yeah sure he's like it's gonna be late I'm like oh it's fine like yeah let's hang out after I like 1am comes around I'm like wow like how late is he talking I'm like fuck it I'm going to bed I wake up no text no call anything and I'm like I call him and I'm like what the fuck was last night what the fuck was that and he was like oh my 
God, like your aggression was just so intense. Like, sorry, I got caught away with the world. And I was like, dude, what the fuck? Like, that's how I knew we were never going to be together. Cause I was like, you're just weirdly deep. And like, I'm not on that level. And like, I'm a normal, realistic human being. Not to say he's not normal. He's a little fucked up. I'm not going to lie. Come on. Like, he's a little fucked up. Anyways, not going to like where I'm not just going to be on that like yeah like time's an illusion kind of thing like you didn't have to call me because like tonight could have been tomorrow this morning like that's not my vibe if you said tonight you meant last fucking night like be a fucking man about it you little bitch anyways those are the times of when I changed myself a little bit for some whack-ass motherfuckers that's about it so now I'm going to get into the part of the episode where we talk about your guys's responses to me. I'm going to get into only a couple of them. Applied to the same college as them, so we had something to talk about. I think this is very funny because in this situation, I would have simply lied. Like, I would have fully lied and been like, yeah, I applied. Not actually applied. I would have done some research on the college. Not actually applied to it because I'm like, I don't want to waste my money. I'm not going to, I know I'm not going to go to this stupid fucking school. And I would have just lied. Like, I don't think it's that big of a, I would just would have been like, yeah, like totally. And then we talked about it, but I guess that is really fucked up. And to be like, oh, like if he ever caught you in the lie, like that's a little fucked up. But I'm like, oh my God, I, I didn't get in. I didn't get in. I, I don't even want to show you the letter that says I didn't get in because that's so embarrassing. I just fully would have lied. But I think that's probably one of the most creative things, like one of the most creative responses I've gotten. Oh my God, this one was insane. A man legally changed his name for me because I couldn't date a Matt. There's so many questions I have to this one. Like, did, was there another guy? Like, why can't you date a Matt? Like, was that, cause like, I get it. Like, there's a couple names that like, if I meet a guy, like if you have the same name as my fucking rapist, yeah, I'm probably going to be like, no, I don't really want to talk to you very much. You know what I mean? So I'm like, why couldn't it be Matt? You know, like what did, what did previous Matt do? Probably something pretty insane. But I really admired this guy. I was like, I really love the fact that he did not, that he, I mean, that he changed his name for her. Like, that is so cute. I always say when I, like, whenever I decide to get in a relationship and do that, like, be in a relationship with somebody, I am going to make them get my name tattooed on their neck. I don't know. I just think it's a sign of love. Like, get my name tattooed on your neck, you motherfucking bitch. Oh my God, I am so sorry. I, it's just like the no sleep mixed with the caffeine I've been pumping in myself today. Like, it's just not great. I think this is amazing. I deadass bought a $300 book because I because it was this guy's favorite one. We've all been there. We've all been there when some weird motherfucker tells us to read a book and we're like, okay, yeah, like I'll totally read the book, you know? And then... I personally never go ahead and read the book because I, I just truly do not care. But I love the that they did. You know, I love that they were like, you know what? I'm actually going to read the book. Like, you're a way better human being than me. I just dodge the question every time they bring up the book past that. Like, if they're like, oh, my God, really read this book? I'm like, oh, my God, thank you so much. I'm totally going to read this book. Like, I'm so interested. And then I dodge the question from there on out. If they're like, how's the book? I'm like, oh, my God, did you see the weather? Did you see? Did you know who died today? And just change the subject at all, like every single time, because I am not spending $300 for as well, not spending that on a book. 
that I know I'm not going to fucking read. Second of all, no man is worth that to me. Like, I'm just going to look you in your eyes and be like, "Uh uh-huh, I loved it. I pretended to like Brockhampton never again. I found that so funny. It's like, first of all, Brockhampton's like the weirdest person in the world to me. No offense. I don't know why. It's just like everybody's obsessed with them or him. I don't even know what the fuck it is. And I've genuinely never heard one song. I'm very, that happens to me a lot. We're like very mainstream people. Like I just heard my first Billie Eilish song maybe a month ago. And like the first time I ever listened to Billie was a month ago. I don't know. I just really somehow skip out on mainstream media very often. So like Brockhampton pretending to like someone would be just so it's so funny to me. Like I totally could see myself doing some stupid shit like that. Or I would just be like, no, like I hate it. I'm very actually known now for like I used to get in the guy I was talking to his car and be like, can you play some actually good fucking music if you want me to hang out with you? Like this is pathetic. Anyways. We're going to do one more. Fake dated a guy that actually liked me and lost a good friendship over it. I feel like I did that a lot when I was younger. I think I did that with this one kid. Oh, oh, I never thought about this. Like you were faking the dating, but they actually really liked you. If that was the case, I want to know why. But I do love the fact of having a fake boyfriend. I think that's the funniest thing in the world. I just saw a TikTok the other day of this girl that was like, I bought um, a random initial necklace off Amazon to make it seem like I had a boyfriend or like was talking to another boy for this other guy. And I was like, that is the funniest, smartest thing I've ever seen in the entire world. I think that's literally hilarious. Like I love to just do little things like that. I am like the queen of doing weird fucking shit that I'll like... I always, always, always make it seem like I have a boyfriend just because I want everybody to think, like, I want the men I'm talking to to be like, oh my god, my spot is not secure. I'm genuinely a psychopath. Anyways, that is it for this week's episode. The midday matcha memo of this week is don't change yourself for anybody because it's just never worth it. Like, changing yourself is so fucking overrated. Like, love who you are because you're always going to want to come back to this person. I promise you that. Like, I never liked not being me like how could I ever not like not being me like I love me I'm so tired like I've been drinking celsius's I came home shaking I felt like I was on crack from my workout because these celsius's are really just like really get into me but I'm exhausted I love every single one of you if you want more of me you can watch me on youtube at it's livy bitch you can also watch me on tiktok at she is livy as well as my instagram at she is livy I also have an email where you can email me midday matcha two a's at the end of matcha at gmail.com get in contact with me i love when you reach out to me rate the podcast five fucking stars because you both we both know i deserve it okay i love every single one of you have an amazing rest of your day night evening whenever the fuck you're seeing this you're a bad bitch don't ever forget it